Good morning, Merch Money. I think this is officially our earliest show we've ever done. <laughs> so <laughs> we want to welcome Rob. Rob is coming to us from Thailand. So it's not so early in the morning there. Yeah, thank awesome. you very much for having me. It's always a problem speaking to people in America because you're you're exactly the opposite part of the twelve hours difference. So right. I really appreciate I really appreciate your appreciate your flexibility, Helen, and thanks so much for having me on the show. It's a it's a real real pleasure. Well, thank you so much, and um, it's so exciting to talk to. I, I love. I, I want to say my job. It's not really my job, but I love this uh, thing of of doing a YouTube channel and a podcast because it's so fun to talk to people all over the world and and with so many different varied experiences with being an entrepreneur. So I'm excited to talk to you today because you have been an entrepreneur for 14 years and traveled all over. So there's so much that we can learn from you. Um, for everyone in the audience, I came across Rob's YouTube channel because he does some, uh, he has a YouTube channel, which should be linked in the description below, but does a YouTube channel that talks all about <clears throat> being an entrepreneur and also about merch and, and KDP and things like that. So, um, <clears throat> so anyway, we, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you find out about this whole online world? Well, um, so uh, yeah, well, about sort of fifteen years ago, as you said, I, um, I I sort of started, and that was because I had uh, I was had really bad uh, jobs in in London. Well, I say they bad, but they you know they they didn't, they paid okay. Um, it was I was just freelancing in in offices, uh, doing sort of vaguely design related tasks like uh, print design, and and then this thing was called the internet had been around for 10 years you know and um, I thought well I really should see if I can uh, try and get to grips with that you know websites were just coming online I mean sort of blogging was starting to happen at that time and I was very lucky I started a WordPress blog uh, I think in 2006 I started WordPress blog and um, and that really changed everything for me. The thing is now, I mean, I can't say the same thing because if you start a blog now, of course, it's going to be that much difficult than it was in 2006. But however, I, I then started to get work through that blog, which was doing design work. And then I taught myself web design and then I started to get web design work through the blog. And then I started to make products. Uh, it's a long story. And uh, books and video courses primarily the video courses really did started to do well and um it's funny you mentioned youtube uh because i only started that um just to do put up a few tutorials so i could put them on my blog and it's really interesting how you you met me through youtube not through my blog because my my website um was what i put all most of my concentration in and it's very interesting, and I think that's a this is a this is quite a, a lesson for us all. How YouTube maybe it's it's quicker, it's a little bit quicker to to make an imprint and grow a business than starting a blog is these days, because I think it's very difficult. However, I've got my YouTube channel and my blog, and they both are getting visitors because um, I've worked quite hard on the SEO. I've, yeah. I've put out content. Yeah. Well. I, sorry, I think the thing froze a little bit, at least on my end. So I don't know if you can hear me, but I wanted to say that um, I can't believe how amazing it is that the internet has really only been around in our lifetime. Like I, I'm 36. It, it was around, uh, I don't know, as I was a teenager, but I was barely using a computer until like, uh, like high school and college. Like as a kid, I think we got a computer when I was like, nine or something like that but it's it's fairly new thing yeah and so it's very exciting that you've been able to be part of it for like the you know the majority of the time that the internet's been around you've been able to take advantage of it uh for our business and i think like when you say um you know it's so much harder now to start a blog I mean, we gotta think about like you were at the cusp of like it's starting like being a brand new thing 
if if we're talking to people, you know, 30 years from now, they're going to think we're starting right at the beginning. Like today is right at the beginning of blogging and YouTubing and all of that. And same with merch and same with KDP. Like so many people think that everything's saturated and that it was so much easier a few years ago. And yes, it was easier, but at the same time, it's like, come on, guys, like this is the brand new beginning of the internet still. Like if you start today, you are early still. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Helena. Yeah. The, last, the last thing I want to do is is to put anyone off and say it's yeah. difficult now, nowadays. And it's just change. I mean, it's, it's never going to be the same from one year to next. It's, right. it's always going to change very quickly. Um, but entrepreneur, I, I mean, the other thing I've learned is that you have to be quite quick to, when you see an opportunity, you, you've really got to be quite quick to it. And the benefit, the, the joy of the internet was that it created a whole new sort of class of entrepreneurs like me, because I never would have become a, an entrepreneur if it wasn't for the online world. And um, there still are opportunities out there, but the, it's just not the same. And there isn't any a cookie, cu cookie cutter solution people ask me you know what's best is it kdp or merch what should i do a blog or a youtube and it, it it always depends on the individual because the individual will always have different skill set and um so as you say yeah i mean it's not true to say anything's saturated i mean you know i mean the, there's always going to be opportunities for people who try hard and try different things and think out outside the box yeah the other thing I wanted to say is that um, you were saying like, it's interesting that I found you from YouTube and, and you think of yourself as more of like doing the blog. I'm the same way where I think of myself um, where the YouTube channel is the main thing. But actually, our Facebook group is bigger than the YouTube channel. Our podcast is bigger than the YouTube channel. And but because like when I initially wanted to start Merch Money, the very first thing I wanted to do was the YouTube channel. So forevermore, like I think of the YouTube channel is our hub, like the main thing, which is actually is not. But it, I think it doesn't really matter because as long as you focus on one thing, everything else kind of grows around it. And um, it's OK. Like more people are finding us on Facebook and the podcast. But I like to keep the YouTube channel going and always having a new guest every week because it helps me. Like it helps me grow to talk to all these people, helps me learn. Um, and some people do find us from the YouTube channel, so it doesn't hurt anything. Um, but I think whatever you're doing, whether it's a blog or a podcast, like as long as you, you have a focus, everything else kind of grows around it. Yeah, it's it's interesting what you're saying there, Helen, about you know you you uh, you tried all these different things like uh, YouTube podcast, blogging, and uh, Facebook. And then, uh -huh. obviously, they're not all going to grow at the same rate. You know, right. you're going to get some are going to be bigger than others. And like, I've tried everything. I've tried, you know, every social media channel. And usually the, it's, it's always been bad for me. Um, and uh, the blogging, um, the, the fact that YouTube increased in importance, um, you know, maybe equally with the blogging, uh, is is another example of that because I mean I didn't I I didn't concentrate on YouTube but now I'm realizing it's it's power but uh, there's one thing I would say is that I think it is is anyone listening to this it is important to have your own website uh, because the only way to, to, for me the way I make money on YouTube is to get people off YouTube onto my website and they will do that by seeing me on YouTube and saying, oh, this guy's got some great content. Can I get any more for free? And mm -hmm. of course they can sign up to free course or they can even uh, better, you know, get a paid product, but they wouldn't be able to do that unless I had a, a, right. a, a website and Sorry, I don't. Okay, you're back <laughs> for a second, at least on my end, it froze. I don't know if it's me or what, but anyway, apologize. But yeah, I agree with that. Like having your own website, and that is something that I am uh, needing to work on. We have a website, but we, I, because it's not my main focus, we haven't grown it as much as we should. So that's something that I need to learn from you and from other people uh, how to really build the website. Um, yeah, I, I think maybe you didn't get the end of the sentence. I said it was the website and the email uh, list yes. as well. Yeah, because that that is 
to me that is one of the most in fact that's probably even more important <laughs> but I wouldn't have it in I wouldn't have an email list if I didn't have the the, the website and and the YouTube channel I mean exactly. you need a website in order to kind of get any I mean you can grow an email list without a website but I I, I wouldn't recommend it yeah and i think for everybody watching like you can sometimes it's overwhelming when you hear all this stuff where people are like oh gosh i need a youtube channel and a facebook group and a website and an email list and they're like i don't know how to do any of those things and i think one thing is just start somewhere because i for some reason was very intimidated about having a website and i also was intimidated about an email list which are two important things but the website, I was like, okay, well, I just need to at least have the domain name. So I didn't own the domain name Merch Money. Chris Green owned the domain name Merch Money. <laughs> so the beginning was just trying to convince Chris Green to sell me that domain. Uh, and eventually he ended up just giving it to me. So it was really nice. But you just start somewhere, like just be like, okay, I know I'm going to need this in the future. Let me just try something. And then with the emails, I had no clue what to do with emails, but I knew emails were important. So we started gathering emails of people coming into the Facebook group and I literally did nothing with them. But at least now that we've like had the channel longer, now I'm starting to understand how to do email lists and all of that. And now I have an email list because I was collecting the emails. So even though I wasn't properly like sending out emails and keeping in touch with the email list, at least now I have an email list. So I think start somewhere, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't know anything, so we just, went live on YouTube. Like you just start wherever you are and over time it all grows. Yeah, that I, that's I really, really true because you know, the last thing I want to say is that people should do, well, I do say that you should do everything in the, in the, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to build an audience online, I think it's very important to have a, a website with the, the ability to blog. You don't have to start blogging straight away. Right. An email list. And then, you know, I, I would say YouTube, but then maybe you're not. Maybe your niche isn't, isn't right for YouTube. I don't know, but our niche mm -hmm. definitely is right for YouTube, mm -hmm. um, and it helps with Google as well. If if you put the, yes. the two together, yeah, because I mean, for so many reasons. One one is you put your videos on on your website, then your page um, the time spent on page goes up, which is good yes. for SEO, and also you can combine them. Google owns YouTube, as I'm sure you know, and you can combine yeah. them in the back. The, this is the um, established, or as a special word for it, I can't remember, but this is the <laughs> website for this YouTube channel. You know, yes. uh, it's an associated website, I think. So it's, that, that's a very important sort of SEO point. And, and you know, so I don't want to say, you know, rush into all of these things at the same time, along with social media, and social mm -hmm. media terrible time suck as well. But, <laughs> you know, just really, you know, in your own time, start with, as you, as you say, start with something, whatever you feel comfortable with. Um, but but um, if you want to grow an audience, you will at some stage have to do all these things that we, we, we've been talking about. Yes. And I don't know if you agree or disagree, but I think it's really important to have one thing that is just like your like no matter what happens this is happening so for me it was like no matter what happens we're having a show every monday night at 8 p.m on youtube and that was like no matter what was going on no matter what new thing it was like we were consistent we always had a show on mondays so for me it was like because it's so much i mean you got a website you got instagram you got YouTube, you got all these different things. And so I think it's really important to have one like non-negotiable that like keeps your business going forward. Um, so for us, it was those Monday night YouTube shows. And now that we've been around almost two years, we're adding in Thursday. So you're our Thursday show this week. Um, now I can maintain two shows per week. But in the beginning, it was like one show per week was more than enough. Um, and it kind of kept me learning and and continuing forward so yeah no I, I i had that rule as well with blog post. i would i used to do one blog post a week for years and i used to do it over the weekend yeah. and publish during the week during the week sometime and um you know it definitely helped me because pushing out content pushing out great free content um, it is going to get you, it's going to get you noticed sooner or later. So it's great to have a little rule like that. 
Yeah. Um, Flav is asking, are we going to talk pod? Probably a little <laughs> bit, but not the main topic today, Flav. We're talking about Rob's journey and his entrepreneurial thing. And uh, I think having a blog and a YouTube channel is very useful for a lot of different businesses and a lot of different people. Um, it could apply to your POD business um, or it could just apply to becoming a coach or whatever you want to do with it. Um, but I think having a website, having a YouTube channel, getting noticed in whatever you're trying to do will help no matter what kind of business you're trying to do. Right. Yeah, I mean, a fair enough point from Flav there. I've been on a podcast with him um, talking about POD. So, uh, um, and, and yeah, that's what we smirch minds. Um, but uh, for me, the POD business was actually, um, it was very, it was quite new for me because I've always wanted to do something away from my brand, you see. And that, to, to be honest with you, the POD is not my brand because it's obviously I don't tell everybody what t shirts and books that I, I make. So it's, I don't use my own um, audience to market the, the POD, which for me is great because it's, it's another, it's, it's another income stream and, and it's another string to my bow. And, um, you know, I, I just always wanted another business that, that was separate from, from my brand. And uh, that, that's, uh, that's how POD comes in for me. But it has, the, it, it has the added advantage that I can then go and teach these POD skills and, and make money from courses. So it's, um, it's, a, it's a double whammy. It's, it's a win-win in that, in that case. Absolutely. Well, so you've so you've been an online entrepreneur for 14 years. Tell us a little bit about um, just how it got started. Like, tell us about the blog. What what was your initial focus when you first got started? Um, well, my initial focus was I I, I wanted to I wanted to appear on the page one of Google in the UK for freelance graphic designer London. Okay. And and I and, and I did it within a few a few you know couple of years and um so i just wrote anything i could think of about um somebody that, that somebody would be interested in if they wanted to book a freelance graphic designer so that's how i started um and then it just taught me so many useful skills about wordpress web design seo um and marketing and that sort of thing so um, I then I then branched out to be sort of web designer, try to rank for other um, keywords that I thought were important. And the way I did this was just to write content about them and, and just play around with the keywords in the title, which is similar to what you're doing with, with POD, really. It's playing around with keywords in the title and trying to do things that people like, that there's less competition in. So um, that... That was the that was the initial focus, and I I, I got a lot of business through the because I you know I was on that that the website and I, I used to get some really great clients, um, and uh, because that was going so well, as I say, then I, I then you know pivoted to to because I wanted passive income. I didn't want to work for clients, you know. <laughs> And everyone did the same thing, and, and, and you know, to be honest with you, the, the clients were quite nice. I, I quite enjoyed it, um, but I was kind of um, earning hours, uh, you know, exchanging hours for dollars, as they say. Right, right. I, mean, I had my hourly rate, and if I didn't work, I wouldn't get paid. So I wanted some of that passive income. And um, and how it, did you? Let me interrupt for one second. How did you know that you wanted passive income? Like, how was that a thought? Because for me, I didn't even think about passive income until I read Rich Dad Poor Dad. It wasn't even like a concept I really even knew about. So how did you even know that that was something you should be going for? Similar to you, I I, I read um, Four Hour Work Week. Oh, okay. I was yeah, I was watching all sorts of podcasts and and videos and blog posts about entrepreneurship, and I thought, ah, passive income. That sounds like a good idea. And um, yeah, he didn't. Yeah, it just it was a, when when you read those sort of books, and I, and and I, I was always obsessive about reading entrepreneurial books. I'm sure everyone else is. 
And um, not that, everyone else is, but yeah, <laughs> I am too. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it doesn't have to be books, but it could be just 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 leading figures in the industry and what they yeah. say. Well, a successful entrepreneur, what do they say? And they, mm -hmm. a lot of them will say, "Well, try and get some sort of um, asset, you know, yeah. whether it's a house or something." And they're like, "That's a great business, isn't it? And buying a house and." And living off the rent, you know, yes. uh, if you can afford it. And, uh, but it was that sort of thing. And so the passive income thing would be creating an asset like a video course or an ebook, or, uh, or you know, or a product, um, you know, an, an app or anything like that. And um, and seeing if, if you could get it to sell because then it's it, it's it's all about um, scaling, isn't it? So you can't scale. Um, a business where you're working, uh, when you're doing the, all the work, you can't scale it because there's only so many hours in the day. Right. But passive income, you know, creating assets, you can scale them indefinitely. I think that's something that's very important to highlight right there because I, I don't think a lot of people really understand that concept. Like, I didn't even know it existed that concept until I read Rich Dad Poor Dad. So that was in that was when I turned thirty. Somehow I found that book. So that was six years ago. Before that, I didn't even know that was a concept, except I kind of knew like the idea of getting a, a house and renting out a house or a property that I kind of knew about. But other than that, I didn't know that even, I don't even know if I knew the word passive income. I definitely didn't know it was something to strive for. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, my first business I did was FBA, um, which is, you know, selling uh, products mm -hmm. on Amazon. And I, when merch came out, I immediately was like, wow, this is much closer to passive income. I really just want to go for that. But I had very minimal success in the beginning. So when I was trying to explain it to other people doing FBA, they're like, all they could see was how much I was making and how much I was making with FBA. So they're like, well, you obviously should concentrate on FBA because you're making more there. But I kept being like, no, obviously I should concentrate on merch because it's passive income and it's going to grow. And it, it, like every work you put in now will grow in the future. Um, so I actually couldn't find anyone that agreed with me or had this idea of passive income. I was the only one that I knew at the time. Um, so I just kept not really focusing on it, but I kept working on it while I was doing FBA because to me it was so important. And I've, I've only found a very few amount of people like that. Almost everyone that is still doing merch now had success in the beginning. Like they either were a graphic designer or they hit on a trend or somehow they got excited about it because they had success early on and then they stuck with it and grew. But there's not a lot of people I knew that had little success and stuck with it. Um, but I think if you don't have that idea of how important passive income is, I think it's hard to stick with it. So I think that's something to talk about. Like passive income is a real thing, which a lot of people just don't even like the word at all. But Well, understandably, because uh, it was it's the byword of scammy Internet marketers, isn't it? Yeah. So you kind of associate it with the wrong kind of person and 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 then you know because uh, people were saying something make a million with seven clicks you know yeah. thank god I don't hear that these days because it, you know it really is obviously a load of rubbish but um it's not about like not working sitting there and making the money but it's as more as thinking strategically about the future and you know what could you do now that's going to make you the most amount of money not now but in, in a few years time because this is a this is a long game so uh, that's why I, I I thought it was it was important to concentrate on again I go back to my website and my YouTube channel because they are my name you know they they they're, they're inextricably linked to me and um, you know I, with the case of the website I know it'll always be there as well you know, they can take away your YouTube channel um, you know they can take away your Amazon accounts, God forbid. Um, so, so you know, it, it, it's all yeah. For me, it's all about strategically thinking what's gonna what's gonna work for me long term, rather than um, and the short term is important. Yeah, it cut out a little bit, but I think you're right. Like the long term thinking, but you're right. You also need to think about short term thinking. It's a little bit of both because you you got to survive in the short term also. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my 
one of the things that I really love about print on demand. It's like you can make money now, but it's also growing mm. what you're making in the future. Um, and same with YouTube. And I like what you said about you need to have your own website. Um, for me, a, a lot of people will laugh because I really like freaked out re uh, last year when Copa made all these rules for YouTube. I guess they had already done it before, but I didn't know. So a lot of people that had content for younger audiences all of a sudden couldn't monetize. And it was this whole thing. And it really reminded me how important it is to have your own website or have things off of YouTube because it can change overnight where all of a sudden you can't have your channel anymore or you get fined some huge amount or all these things. Which is why yeah. now we're streaming more places. That happening made me go realize, like, we can't, we can't just stream on YouTube. We have to have a podcast. We have to stream on Facebook. We're streaming in in three different places right now because yeah. of Copa. <laughs> that's, yeah, no, that's really important because another yeah. thing I I experienced, and this goes against what I said, but I mean, this is just as important. If you've got a website. And you're you're doing great. You're ranking for a term. You're, you're 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 near the top of Google. You can wake up one morning and you're at the bottom of Google. You, you, right. you know, I mean, that can happen. You, your website's still there, but it's not getting any traffic because Google right. has made has made a change to the algorithm. So you know, I mean, you nothing nothing is safe and, and sacred, and it, it and um and this is an argument for why you should have more than more than one income stream which again if, if people are just starting out and hit listening to this they're going to sort of tear um more hair out of their heads than i've lost uh, <laughs> you know uh, um they're going to oh, i can only just get one income stream going yeah. but you know if you're on merch do Redbubble and um try kdp or anything just you know I'm not saying you should work every hour God sends and you should, you know, drive yourself crazy with this. I'm just saying this is something to think about going forward. Um, that as an entrepreneur, again, this is another bit of advice that has just been handed down to me. Uh, you should always try and, and think of having, how can you have more income streams? Uh, and good income streams, you know, not like a few dollars, you know, every month or something. Yeah. And I think uh, if anybody feels stressed out, like, oh, it's too hard to have too many streams of income, just watch the first couple episodes of Merch Money because I was only doing merch and I was doing YouTube. That's it. The merch and YouTube. And I guess the Facebook group, but it was. And then just slowly I added Redbubble and some other things. And then now I'm doing KDP too. It, it takes time. You got it. And I think having, at least for me, having the one non-negotiable thing keeps it all together and sane. <laughs> like having the YouTube channel is kind of what wrap, ties it all together. So you don't get too like just scattered. Um, I, I think there's a good compromise. We, we're saying everything concentrate on things. It's it's not a contradiction. It, it, it is it is good advice what you're saying there. Yeah, you, you gotta have your one thing, but then also, uh, you know, it's it, it just gets easier. The longer you do something, it's not so stressful anymore. It's like, okay, I, I know how to do YouTube. It's just, it's not like a stressful thing. You just click go live and that's it. Like, so once you, once you become comfortable with it, it's a lot easier to be like, okay, all I have to do is download the audio from this and upload it to podcast. It's not that hard. So everything becomes not that hard. Once you, once you learn the one thing, then adding something else is, is just a little, a little tiny step ahead. Um, so just start with something, keep taking action on it, and uh, and you'll be able to add more things as time goes on. Um, but don't fall into that thing of just being paralyzed, like, oh, it's all too hard and don't do it, you know, not taking any action. You got to start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And another thing I was thinking while you were saying that is, is like, I always enjoyed it as well. I, I always did things that I enjoyed, you know, mm -hmm. I enjoyed, I'm enjoying talking to you, I'm enjoying making videos. I enjoy making T-shirts and books. I, I like the creative aspects of it. I don't enjoy everything. Okay, you know there there are bits emails in the morning that you yeah like that. But um, uh, I've always I've always enjoyed it. You know, it's as if there's something about design or a or, or a niche or you know I, I you know. It's something like that, and I think that's really 
helpful. I, I think that the joy of being an entrepreneur is you are doing, you are at least doing something you, you're enjoying. It's your choice to do this. No one's telling you what to do. So uh, I do really appreciate the, the, the enjoyment aspect of it all. Yes. And the ability to just learn and grow at your own pace, because if you're in a job and all of a sudden, like you, you were doing freelance graphic design stuff. If all of a sudden you want to learn how to build websites and you want to learn this and that. And the other thing, if if you're at a job where you have to report nine o'clock and leave at five o'clock, it's a lot harder to go to your boss and be like, oh, I want to do print on demand now and I want to do this and I want to do that. And they're going to be like, well, we're paying you for this. <laughs> so that's. That's my favorite part about um, just working for yourself is you can keep learning and keep adding stuff exactly when you're ready. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, and you're learning stuff you want to learn. You know, you're not mm -hmm. doing something that somebody's told you to learn that you're not that interested in. Right, exactly. Um, all right, so so you were building websites, you were doing graphic design. Um, when did you start adding in um, the blog? And then when did you add in YouTube and POD? Like, what was the whole progression? Well, it was the blog. The blog was first, and um, and and the email list, and then doing jo jobs for jobs for people. You know, the clients that used to ring me up, and and stuff like that. Um, and it was exactly at the same time. Well, no, first of all, I did I did PDF eBooks. So selling an ebook on my own site. Oh, PDF. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I did that. Wow, so you were pre KDP and everything, and you were already doing books. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Because short, I mean, I started doing Kindles uh, about about it would be about eight years ago now, mm -hmm. um, and that's when I and more or less at the same time I started doing video courses. Mm -hmm. um, because the two were very similar, you know, you could do a video course and a book on the same thing and it, it'd be virtually the same job, you know, you just, one of them was a video and the other one was words on a page. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, that was really good because it taught me a lot about KDP and, and Amazon. And the video courses, I, um, they did better financially. Uh, because I, I got in on Udemy in about 2012, so that oh, was wow. okay. yeah, that was that was quite good at first because um, they were getting stupid traffic and there wasn't many people in at that time, you know. Um, and um, yeah, but it, it did teach me bad lessons. Like it, you know, I sold all my courses for ten dollars, and and uh, it took me years and years to get out of Udemy, and 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 I don't have anything for ten dollars on Udemy anymore uh, but it does take time uh, to move your audience from Udemy to your website I mean it's, you don't really move them you just get a few of them and and mm -hmm. you, then, you know you just say goodbye Udemy you've been great but it's over um, <laughs> <laughs> we're breaking because, up <laughs> yeah yeah because you know that you just um, uh, you know, it's still, well, it, it was just like at the end of the day, you'll only make money if you sell everything for $10 and then you're just working, churning out courses. Whereas if you, if you just make a really great course and sell it on your site for 50, a hundred, $150 or whatever, I don't usually sell things for more than, more than that. Um, it, you know, then you can, you could, it's, it's your, it's your, your customer. Again, you've got the customers on your, on your email list. You're not reliant on somebody else's marketing. Uh, and, um, and so it's much better, but that's jumping ahead a bit. Um, yeah. but it's an important point. Um, it, it was an important point that I left you, you know, to, to get away from Udemy, but that was, that was the trajectory of how it happened. So when in about eight years ago, when the books and the um, videos t started taking off, I started taking less client work, um, and uh, and and I was really happy about that because again, it was the sexy passive income that I wanted, um, and, and and so that was the order of things. Now, uh, so then I went to uh, Thailand about five years ago because I was earning all this passive income and I was living in. In London, which is a, it's, it's like New York, you know, it's, mm. where's all my money going? Well, you know, <laughs> right. yeah, um, you can't step out of the door, and, and it's, it's just expensive. So um, there happened. I think we lost you for a second. 
I feel the same way about it being so expensive where I live. I live uh, outside of DC and it's uh, expensive here too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I didn't have any children, um, so I, it was it was easy for me to to move. I I, I just uh, separated from my missus as well, ex mm -hmm. uh, and um, so so it was a came at a good time. Plus, yeah. there, there's a, a community of entrepreneurs out yes. there from all over the place uh, because it has good internet and it's cheap and it's cheap. Love to go there for a summer sometime. Just live there for a summer because. Um, when you say summer, you, you should say winter. Yeah, that's true. Just like, I guess what I mean is like a short amount of time, like three months or six months or something like that. Um, because I do, like I, I am married and I have a stepson and stuff. I wouldn't want to go like too long or too far, but a few months would be so fun yeah. in Thailand. Yeah, yeah. No, it really is great. So you, you get to save, um, you know, you, go, you get to spend your, your money and it doesn't all go in one day you know and and plus you get to meet other people so continuing the story so when i got here everyone i i yeah I, you know, I was talking to everyone and getting too many ideas so i i started fba and um that taught me a lot uh i had about four or five products main products only one of them did okay and the others and that was the first one so i was thinking you know maybe i should uh, i'm not cut out for this FBA stuff. And just as I was giving up on that, Merch came along. And um, Merch was really good for me because, I, as, as you know, I used to be a designer, so I can bang out the designs pretty easily. And I have experience with Amazon a little bit. Uh, and then shortly after the Merch came along, I found out about the low content books. And this is only kind of the last couple of years now. Um, and again, the low concept books were perfect for me because I'd done paperback books for my Kindles. Uh, in fact, even they make as much money as the Kindles do, the paperback books. But these are proper non-fiction books. They actually took me time to write, you know. Mm -hmm. And so the idea of creating these non no, low content books that don't take any time to create. Yeah. Yeah, cheating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like cheating. It's like, God, it's this easy. You're joking. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it when I started. Everything started selling. It's just like, oh my God, this is this is brilliant. You know, why didn't I do this six years ago? But don't let that stop you because yeah. everything, everything I've ever done, I'd say, oh, I wish I'd done this last year, you know. Yeah. That is such a good point because no matter when you start, it was so funny because people now say everything's saturated and, and, you know, sometimes it's they have points like it is a lot harder. But it was so funny. I listened to um, a video from 2016 and everybody was on the video was talking about how saturated merch was. And it was 2016. Like it hadn't yeah. even been a full year yet from the, the date of the video to when merch had started. It was about eight or nine months. And it's like, gosh, like we can't let this stuff sink into our head. Like literally the internet's only been around in our lifetime. Nothing is saturated, absolutely nothing. If you imagine like what everyone's gonna have to be doing a hundred years from now, they're gonna laugh listening to these videos of us talking about something saturated. They're gonna be like, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah <laughs> This is absolutely. brand new. So there is, uh, anyway, but yeah. So even when you first started four years ago it felt like you were too late and it's like no yeah. I'm too late like <laughs> yeah, yeah of course well, I, it taught me that it taught me not to and, and, yeah i thought it but i didn't act on it because right. you, you you said uh, earlier on in the interview when i i said i started my website in 2005 it's true i did i did register the domain in 2005 and you were saying oh that's so early of course when i did it that was still 10 years after the yeah it felt so oh, late yeah it was 10 years late and yeah. uh, people were talking about oh you know um before google you know there were these lycos and and yahoo search engines and people saying oh you know those were the days you know exactly and of course, <laughs> yeah Yes, I always do that to remind myself. Like, just listen to something from ten years ago about people yeah. saying something saturated, and it's yeah. hilarious. And they always say, "Oh, it was better ten years ago." I mean, that they've been saying that for for millennia, you know. Or so since you, humans have been existed, somehow exactly. it was always better in the past. Exactly. Exactly. It almost so, never was. 
<laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. You know, you've always got to take it with a pinch of salt because there's people out there that are going to be making money, you know, and they're, and they're going to do it um, because other people give up. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my gosh. We need to frame that. <laughs> people are always going to make money because other people are giving up. Yes. Partly that. And partly there's just so much opportunity. Like even if nobody gave up, we would still all make money because it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. The opportunity that's out there. And uh, in my opinion, just starting because everything like, yes, maybe somehow it was easier in 2015 on merch, but in some ways it wasn't. We have so many more products. We have so many more tools. We have so much more ability to make things faster that uh, and, and merch is also more advanced. And I'm saying merch, but all the platforms are also more advanced. They're better at, at getting the products to people faster. They're better about not running out of products. There were so many like things that people forgot that happened in 2015. So many times they ran out of colors or they you yeah. know, throttled things so that people couldn't sell. I mean, there were so many problems that we have somehow just forgotten about. And in our head, it's like, oh, 2015 was so great for merch. It's like, do you not remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was um, not so great. <laughs> and you know, some people are doing really well in in the UK and Germany. You know, um, so you know, and you never had that. I don't think you had it this time last year. That UK and Germany. I can't remember when things come in when they came in. But yeah, it hasn't been that long. No, and, I, and you know, all the European markets. Uh, which you have in KDP, by the way, you can sell in in the whole of Europe. It actually is a bigger economy than than the United States. Yeah, and it and I feel like it's just starting in Europe because I don't mm. feel like Europe is quite where America is. No, with, not, uh, not America. But I think they might get there, which may yeah. or may not be a good thing. But I think a lot of people in Europe still go to local stores or still go mm. to local things, um, which I don't feel like people are really that different fundamentally and i feel like a lot of people in the u.s feel like it's so much easier just to order on their phone and it gets delivered so i feel yeah. like there probably will be people in europe and other parts of the world where they will eventually feel the same way where it's like i you know it's raining i don't really feel like going up the hill like i remember yeah. when i stayed in italy um we stayed an entire summer and could not find the store where you buy fans and we didn't know the word fan in italian Finally, the very last day we found the fan store and it was at the outskirts of town at the top of like a mountain. And I'm like, are you kidding me? They make you work so hard to find the fans. <laughs> so we went all summer with no fan and because we couldn't find the fan store. But I feel like eventually people will get tired of that. Like, do I really want to go like literally two miles to the fan store or do I want to just buy it on Amazon and have it delivered to my door? Eventually people will probably just Go ahead and order it on Amazon. But I think it's so early in most countries um, yeah. where most countries are still just used to going to whatever, wherever their store is. So I think the growth potential in the world is still huge for Amazon. Yeah, well, I can I can concur with that because I happen to be from the UK, as, as, as yeah. you will know from my accent. And uh, we always used to say that we would get something about five years after the Americans. Mm -hmm. five years whether it's still five like for example the word gay used to mean happy and mm -hmm. it took five years for it to mean gay to mean gay in the uk so there was right. about a five years yeah. gap between that word and everything is like that so yeah. like the fashions and 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 yes amazon i think um the uk is the most sort of is the most hooked up to amazon country in in europe uh, but having said that, definitely the habits aren't the same as the Americans. And 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 they're only going to go one way. They're going to become more like the Americans yeah. because that's what's been happening since the war. I mean, it, you, know, I, you can just take it from me. And I think with all the social media and all the YouTube channels and everybody starting to hang out together, like we're, ha we're talking together on a show right now, I think the, the five-year thing is going to get smaller and smaller yeah. and smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to start being just, you know, a few months later, maybe, or something. Yeah. 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 Or maybe, yeah. So yeah. I think that the the more we get ready to be in all these different countries, the more it's just going to, at some point, just blow up because 
there's so much opportunity in the rest of the world. So. Indeed. Well, and, and when I said five years, I was probably talking about the seventies. So, cause I go, you know, this is going a long time ago. Yeah. I think, uh, I think now it's getting closer and closer, but it's still, when I go to other countries, it doesn't feel like there's the consumerism that there is in America, which I'm not saying it's yeah. bad. It's better if there's not, but it's, I, I have a feeling that other countries are going to have that happen to them too, for better or worse. Yeah. 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 Um, it's only going to go one way. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, so amazing. Everything you're saying so far. So tell us a little bit about, um, well, whatever you want, tell pick something you want to talk about. You, uh, do you want to talk about POD and how that grew and how you did courses with that? Or, or what do you feel like uh, would be the next thing to talk about? Oh, well, I just like to, I don't know, what, what, what would be helping your your community the most? Uh, I feel like maybe we not talked about POD enough. Yeah. Uh, for, let's, for, for your, okay. Let's talk about that. And let's talk about the, the uh, courses that you've made around it. Because I think a lot of people just assume like, oh, a course is going to be expensive. You have so many f completely free courses. So tell us a little bit about the things that you have on your website that could potentially help the audience. Yeah, I mean, I, I and and that's another thing. So I don't really, I don't want to sell anything on your on your pod on your show, um, you know. But I've always been. It's always great to give away free content, and and if you can give away free content and get their email address, it's even yep. better. Um, <laughs> uh, because um, you know, just people love free, and if you, when you send out emails. And you see the open rates. If you've got the word "free" in the title, you can bet the open rates are going to be about uh, five percent more than any other title. So people love free. That's something I, you know, we we all know that anyway. So yeah. Um, yeah. So I've always done free courses, and in fact, the free courses are kind of they used to be paid courses, but they were made free uh, just because they're so effective. And um, I think I've got six there. And um, one is an introduction to um, low content with KDP, which is about half an hour long. And, and it'll give you a nice introduction, how to upload the books, how to make them. It doesn't go into too much detail because of course, there's so many ways to make a PDF. Uh, you know, you can't go into it in a free course. And, um, but it, it will take it to the base. I get the free call we're gonna get held up again but I, I really apologize if it's my internet I'm by the so way sorry. I'm so sorry yeah, and I apologize that. if it's mine who knows um it is rainy today yeah. here so it could potentially <laughs> I don't know but anyway yeah we're doing our best okay <laughs> yeah we're doing our, our best. I, hope, I hope everyone's still listening so um so yeah that's that's the the basic idea behind the free courses there's another one that's free about Photoshop and Illustrator because I, I use them a lot and uh, there are two WordPress courses that um, you know if you're interested in in setting up a, a WordPress blog um, the right way this is a your own .com this is WordPress.org not WordPress.com um, which is what pro probably pretty much everyone's going to use I think WordPress is still about 25% of the uh, of websites are powered by WordPress. Um, so there's a couple on WordPress. I think there's one else on the other one I've forgotten about is about email marketing. But anyway, those are the free courses. And then to answer your question, on Pod I have um, uh, three three premium courses which you have to pay for, mm -hmm. and um, they're two on Merch because one is is an introduction to Merch. It really, if you if you if you started on Merch already, you probably wouldn't need to take that course. Um, it, it's, it's, it, but if you're just starting to merch, then maybe it'll be a good idea. And then there's a one that's a Photoshop and Illustrator for merch, uh, because that's what I use, uh, to make, to make the graphics. And, and then there's a premium course on the low content stuff. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for making those because so many people ask me and I, <laughs> I have been so slow with making courses. I don't know what it is. Like for some reason it's hard for me. So maybe uh, hopefully next year will be a different story. But for right now, I'm like dragging my feet with making anything. So I like yeah. to know what's out there because so many people ask me for a course on merch and I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have one. But now at least I can point them to yours and be like, well, he oh, has one. I, 
<laughs> well, I can tell you, I can tell you, Helen, it, I, making courses is one of the easiest things you'll ever do. Yeah. Well, all of it's easy. All of it's easy. YouTube is I was just going to yeah. say all of it's easy. YouTube's easy. Uh, podcast is easy. All of it's easy. It's just that we hold ourselves back and are like, yeah. somehow it's hard. So yeah. I've been able to get past a lot of the things, but I'm stuck right now on the making courses is hard. Mm. And yeah. I get, and I, um, I think there's just different reasons why I think I still don't know editing very well. So mm. that makes it a little hard. And then I also just, uh, just don't have the confidence that I'm able yeah. to teach someone else. It really is just the confidence, Helen, because it is, it, all you need to do is get some sort of screencast, screencasting software like ScreenFlow or Camtasia, and then you just talk while you're doing the thing on the screen, yeah. and then you can edit it within those the, those applications. That's only about, I think it's about 150 now, 250 ScreenFlow dollars. Mm -hmm. That's You'll only pay that. You don't need to pay anything else. Uh, get a decent microphone, not expensive, and then do some to camera stuff and just 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 use this. Mm -hmm. I on, know on a tripod. <laughs> we'll see. I'm I'm uh, trying. Christina is a little uh, further along with me with being able to make courses because that's what she did at her job. She was a uh, in charge of HR, so she made all the courses for the company. <laughs> so it's nice that I'm able to work with her because it's helping me realize, like, okay, maybe I can do this. We'll see. But anyway, all that. So guys, you can find his courses and his free courses in the description. So just click on that. You get to his website. You can see his blog. You can see his free stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely start there. So much to learn from you. So really appreciate you spending all these years making these courses and this blog and the website and just all the uh, help, all, all of your knowledge accumulated into that, that website. It's amazing. My, well, it's my pleasure. It's, it's I, I enjoy talking about business with entrepreneurs. That I, I, it's just something I have always enjoyed doing. So thanks, thanks for talking to me, having me on the show. You're welcome. And we we still got just a couple minutes, so I think at the end, just tell us a little bit about your experience with traveling and what what this has lifestyle has given you. Oh God, it, it's it's been great. It really, I I, I couldn't. To tell you, you know, I, I got this this laptop and it goes on my back. I can get on a bike and go into the into the mountains and sort of drive around, stay somewhere, and I'm still working and, and making money and and uh, taking photographs and I play guitar. So you know, um, not well, but you know, in, in, it's a nice nice thing to do. You know. When you've got a bit of free time and um, traveling's great, you know, I have been to the Philippines, Vietnam, and Germany, and all these places. But I, you know, I, I'm just very happy, and um, I'm happy to have a home base, really, which happens to be in Chiang Mai at the moment. Because you can't, as amazing as traveling is, you really, it, it really does take it out of you, Mo mentally, physically, financially. And, um, you know, you put weight on because you can't exercise and mm. you don't work. You, you can't work. But uh, I'm just about to go off again. I'm going to visit Vietnam again and other places in Thailand. And I probably will go to Europe as well um, because uh, it's coming up to the period of time where it gets very hot here. So mm. I just um, I'm going to I'm going to, you know, leave Dodge. Um, but that will only be for a month or so. Again, it's just lovely to be able to do that, you know, and see people that you want to see. Uh, and, you know, if somebody says, oh, I'm, I'm getting married, I'd love you to be there, you know, you can do it. Um, so it was very easy. All I just, you know, swapped a, a, a very large iMac for a, for a laptop, and pretty much that's it. You know, there's a lot of information online on how to do it. The only thing... Is, is just getting the finances together, which it will be different for everyone. I appreciate that. I mean, I wrote a book on it as well. Oh, you was, have a book um, on that? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I wrote because it was called The New Freedom, actually. Um, I, but it didn't sell very well because, I, stupid me, I gave it a bad title. What I should have I should have called it, you know, 
free um uh location independent in entrepreneurship but i call it something stupid like the new freedom uh, it, you'll have to give me the link to that book i'll put it I was going to say, you have to give me the link to okay. that book. I'll put it in the description. And somebody's asking your website, robcubbin.com, um, but it should be That's in cool. the uh, in the description as well. Um, the link yeah. to that and the link to the courses. Um, so do you have a, uh, like, how does your email list work? Do you send out um, helpful information with that too? That's a, re that's a really good question because that's um, – I've got 16,000 e email addresses and that's just nothing. But you've got to keep e emailing them. And um, yeah, this you don't ask them for money. Uh, I usually say I wouldn't, I give about three emails that are value, you know, and then, then ask for money. You know, we don't yeah. literally ask for money, but you said that something's on sale, you know. Do you want right, right. And, and then another three that are just value. Yeah, um, you can have two or four, you know, but yeah, but try and email them at least once a month or once every fortnight. Otherwise, they forget you and they'll unsubscribe because people really don't remember you. So that's the two. The most important things to, to say is this really as soon as you start it, you've got to email them. Don't mm -hmm. wait until it gets up to a thousand or something like that. Yeah. Um, and you can start making money with a thousand. I mean, it some it's amazing. You know, they're the ones that really want to hear from you. Mm -hmm. And um, and 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 if you ask, you know, if you do the sales emails, you don't. If you don't push it too much, well, I don't know. Some people do. So, but the the fact of the matter is that email works. Just much better than anything else as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, something I'm, I'm definitely still working on. But uh, all right, well, great. Well, is there anything else that we forgot to talk about or anything else you want to add before we wrap up? No, I think I think that's about it. Just again, thank you very much for having me and I, and, uh, and I really appreciate your time, Helen. I, I, I really like your show and uh, it's really been a pleasure to talk to you. Thank, oh, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. And thank you everybody who's watching. I'm just really quickly looking to see if we missed any questions. Um, I like Deb's comment. She's saying she gets so excited when she um, gets to sale. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, I, know that. I know that feeling. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Every time you make a new uh, accomplishment in your online uh, progression, it's so exciting. Um, your main traffic source is YouTube, but do you do any other pushing of traffic like Google ads or Facebook ads for your website, not POD? Um, my, my main source of traffic is, is organic Google, actually. Um, it's more or less the same. No, actually, that brings in more. It's definitely more because I, I because of the the blog, um, I get two hundred two twenty five thousand page views a month. It's not a lot, but uh, that would be more powerful than a, a little bit more powerful than um, the equivalent for YouTube. Which I, funnily enough, I get that as well. Twenty five thousand video views uh, a, a month. Um, so it, that's the, those, those are the two main things. No ads, no ads at all. Not no for, ads. Um, okay. Not for my stuff. I do ads for uh, Merch and KDP. I, I do AMS, but that's just very small and it's not important. So no ads, no, all organic because it, it's yeah. free. Yep. That's, that's how we've done it too. We, we mm. did a one promoted post the other day in Facebook just to try it out because I think we had like a free something or another. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we've we've only grown organically. I think that's the best way because it, it helps you learn like how to do things the right way mm, and, and learn like what people want because yeah. if you're forcing, like if you have to do an ad, it's probably like you're not attracting the right people that are really interested in what you're talking about. So um yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I agree. You can just waste a lot of money on ads. I mean, mm -hmm. it depends on the niche, but for our niche, I don't think Facebook ads work if you're talking about yeah. entrepreneurship. That's my feeling for it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed talking to you. And, and uh, I think that you've provided a lot of value today and a lot of people in the group are going to want to uh, keep learning from you and and guys subscribe to his youtube channel that's also linked um it's just uh, rob cubbin right 
through yep, you? Yep, that's, yep. If, if they can see the name down there, it's just yep. thatname.com. For the website and, and YouTube is that also. So, yep, definitely follow Rob. I've lear I already learned a lot from him, and I only just recently found him. So <laughs> I'm excited to learn more from you. And uh, thank you so much. And I hope you have a great rest of your day or night, I guess. Great. Well, it's, uh, it's coming up to 10 in the evening. Um, and I'll, I'll, see you, I'll see you in the group. I'll see you on Facebook. Any, any, if anyone wants any questions answered, they can always tag me in the group, and then everyone can see the answer. So. Perfect. All right. Well, thank you, guys. Have a great rest of your day. We'll see you on Monday.